Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on and welcome back to The Nothing Show. I'm your host, Clay, and today is going to be episode 50. We've already gotten through 50 episodes. Wow, that is crazy. We are coming up on a year in just two more episodes. So I want to thank you all so much for your continued support over the past 50 weeks. This podcast has been a lot of fun to make, and uh, here's to 50 more. This episode is going to be about my fantasy football team and basically how my draft went, which I just had the other day. Um, it's a 12-man league, you know, one point per reception, PPR. So we just had our draft, obviously, you know, 16 rounds, and I had the third overall pick. So, you know, I had the, the third and 10th round or the third and 10th pick in each round, every other round. So uh, we're just going to kind of go through my team, what I was thinking when I drafted, you know, certain players and how I ended up with the team I have. So first off, I'm just going to read through my entire team and then we'll go round by round and my thought process about, uh, you know, why I took each player and why I might have avoided certain players. So here we go. My quarterback, I've got Justin Herbert. I was really happy to have him. I think he's a, you know, I got him pretty late. Quarterbacks went really early. So, you know, I would have rather had a Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, but I'm very happy with Herbert. Um, I think he's kind of going to be like a Dak this year. Um, you know, a lot of passing yards, a lot of passing touchdowns, pass happy offense, great receivers. Um, I'm really excited to have him on my team. Running back one, Derrick Henry. He was my first round pick. Super awesome player. I'm going to get into that. The specifics, the specifics about him in just a little bit. A running back two, Josh Jacobs. Once again, underrated player. I think uh, he kind of is coming off a, a little bit of a worse season, but uh, I think he's got tremendous upside. Wide receivers one and two, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. So as you can see, you've got three Titans there. Going to talk about that later. And tight end, George Kittle. Really awesome player. I think he's going to, you know, go back to his 2019 form. Obviously, missed a lot of time with injuries, but uh, if this is a contending 49ers team, I think he's going to be able to stay healthy. Uh, Flex, Debo Samuel, and and uh, Damian Harris. Those are kind of the two guys I see filling in there. Uh, I kind of view them as about even. And then uh, defense and special teams, Colts and kicker Tyler Bass. So let's get started uh, with the first round. All right, so pretty much consensus, the first and second overall picks in fantasy football, not to, not really even depending on what the point per reception is, you know, if it's half PPR, one PPR, it doesn't really matter. The number one and two picks are usually Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. And then from there, it's kind of Alvin Kamara and Derrick Henry, almost interchangeable. I would say Alvin Kamara is slightly favored in PPR, but uh, I went with Derrick Henry. I think that he's more of a sustainable player. I think he's going to be really consistent. He's always going to have monster games. You know, he's going to rush for 80 yards a game at least on a bad day. And, uh, you know, I think Alvin Kamara has better upside. You know, he's going to have those games like he did on Christmas where he's going to have like five touchdowns or something ridiculous. But, um, you know, I can also see a game where Alvin, Alvin Kamara gets like 50 yards, you know, maybe only like one or two catches and, you know, doesn't score a touchdown. But, you know, I think Derrick Henry is more is more consistent. And so that's why I went with him. Um, if I could trade Derrick Henry for Alvin Kamara, I would not because I think Kamara is the better fantasy player this season, but just because I ended up getting Julio Jones and AJ Brown later, but we're going to kind of get to my plan for the Titans. So I'm really happy to have Derrick Henry on my team. He was on my team last year and I ended up getting him really late because, you know, he was a little underrated um, going into last season. He was not, you know, a super early first round pick. I think I got him in the second round. So I was thrilled with him. Uh, Derrick Henry is going to be a staple for my fantasy teams in the future, as long as I can get him. Uh, he's just so much fun to have on a team, so much fun to root for. After rushing for 2,000 yards, you really cannot go wrong with him. And that's what I was going for here. You know, you can get tempted to go Alvin Kamara, even Travis Kelsey here, um, even Devontae Adams if you want to take a huge risk and go receiver and, you know, you think you're going to get good running backs later. But Or, you know, you could trade down and take a guy like that. But um, I was thrilled to take Henry. I love that pick. 
and then after that, you know, Alvin Kamara went off the board. Kelsey, Zeke, Chubb, Jones, Adams, Hill, Barkley, Eckler, Gibson, Diggs, Taylor, Hopkins, Ridley, Metcalf, Jefferson, Harris, McLaurin. And then I was up round two, pick 10, and I went with A.J. Brown. And I was thinking, wow, you know, this is really good value for him. You know, this is about where he's supposed to go. I'm, I'm happy to get A.J. Brown. I think he's going to be a beast. He's going to take that, you know, second to third year leap. This Titans offense is going to be even better with Julio Jones. He's going to be, you know, I think A.J. Brown's legitimately going to be like a top six, seven wide receiver this year. Um, and then in terms of fantasy, he's up there, uh, you know, obviously a mid second round pick. So, and I was excited because I was like, man, I got two Titans. This is going to be awesome. I, I, you know, obviously some people don't even want to have two from each team, but I was good with two. I was thinking, man, this is going to be fun. I got the Titan boys here. First and second round picks. Let's go Titans. After that, Darren Waller was picked, Mixon, Allen, Edwards, Elaire, and I was up at round three, pick three. Here I'm thinking, okay, um, Darren Waller just went, um, and you know, obviously Kelsey went really early. So I'm thinking, I want to get a tight end. You know, I, I could have taken a running back here, but I didn't think that any of the guys left were spectacular. You know, I could have even gone more receiver. Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, James Robinson, Adam Thielen, Mike Evans. Those guys were still on the board. Um, you know, I was like, I want to go tight end. I think that they're flying off early. And, you know, if I don't take one now, I'm going to end up getting, you know, maybe like an Evan Engram later or a guy like that. You know, I'm thinking there's pretty much a big drop off after TJ Hawkinson. And I'm thinking, all right, I just want to get this guy. I'm going George Kittle. I think he has the potential to be the best tight end in the league. I don't think he is. You know, I think that's actually Kelsey, but George Kittle has the potential and he was that guy in 2019. So I don't see a reason he can't return back to that. And so, boom, George Kittle on my team. I've got Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, and George Kittle. And I'm feeling fantastic. This could not have gone any better for me. And I'm loving it. And then uh, after that, you know, Montgomery, Robinson, Allen Robinson, James Robinson, Thielen, Mike Evans, Miles Sanders, J.K. Dobbins, Robert Woods, Amari Cooper, Deontay Johnson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. So those were two picks in round four. That's, That's round four, picks two and three. Patrick Mahomes, then Josh Allen back to back. And I'm thinking, ooh. Man, I would have loved to take one of those guys. And that's who I was eyeing with my next pick. Because I was thinking if I could get a good quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end, I can fill the holes later with as good, you know, with the best value I can get later. But I just really, really want to take a quarterback. And to me, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen are the one and two, you know, one A, one B for fantasy football quarterbacks. So I'm thrilled if I can get one of them. And they go really early round four, pick two and three. And then DeAndre Swift gets picked, Chris Carson gets picked, and then Kyler Murray gets picked. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I would have considered Kyler Murray, probably not, honestly. I was really going with Allen or Mahomes, but I didn't even get either of those guys. So then Godwin gets picked, CeeDee Lamb and Cooper Cup, and I'm sitting here round four, pick 10, with a bunch of wide receivers on the board, and even running backs I could have gone with. Uh, Lamar Jackson hadn't been picked, Russell Wilson hadn't been picked, Dak Prescott hadn't been picked, but I'm thinking... You know, I really don't want to go too early on a quarterback. There are good guys available later. Um, I'm just going to go wide receiver. And so here, you know, I didn't panic, but I took the best player available in Julio Jones. Thought process was I can trade him later. Um, We're going to see how the rest of the draft folds or, you know, plays out. Um, And, you know, worst comes to worst. I'm not going to be sad to pick Julio Jones. So I took him. You know, he's a beast. He is going to be a top five receiver probably. And. I'm happy to have him on my team. You know, that's the third Titan. So, you know, here you start thinking, man, that's a lot of Titans. I'm not sure how that's going to go. But, hey, you can't go wrong with Julio. You know, I could have gone for a guy like DJ Moore. Uh, Brandon Ayuk was still, still on the board at that point. But anyone after that, I wouldn't have really been happy with. Maybe T. Higgins. 
But, um, you know, I was actually pretty happy with the Julio Jones pick. Um, given my situation, like I said, I would have rather have gone with the quarterback there, but that's just the way it played out. So, uh, you know, you can't go wrong with Julio and I'm happy to have him. I may be shopping him and AJ Brown, uh, later. I don't really plan to trade Derrick Henry. The only way I'd trade Derrick Henry is one-to-one with Kamara. And I already spoke with the Kamara owner and he's not interested. So I'm, I'm going to think about dealing AJ Brown and Julio Jones, but Hey, I may go into the season with three Titans on my team and I'm going to be fine with that. The season doesn't end. You know, your team isn't locked in after week one. You're going to be able to trade guys even then. I might trade uh, one of them after the Titans have a big week. But, you know, if I don't see any downsides to having those three Titans, I'm just going to keep them. It's that simple. I'm not going to settle for a bad trade to get them off my hands. I'm happy to have them. I drafted them for a reason. And, you know, I'm excited to see these Titans go. Just to clarify, disclaimer, I'm not a Titans fan. This is just the way it played out. Um, So that was my fourth round pick. All right, moving into the fifth round. At this point, I'm thinking, you know, I've got my wide receivers. I could I'm in the biz, I'm in the market for a running back two and a quarterback. And then after that, it's pretty much just value picks until I think it, you know, until uh defenses and kickers kickers start flying off the board. So um after my Julio pick, Galladay went off the board, Moore went off the board, Ayuk went off the board, and Lamar Jackson. So then uh then I'm sitting there, round five, pick three. And I'm, I see Josh Jacobs at the highest, you know, he's, he's at the top. Um, he's got the highest remaining average draft position. You know, I'm like, I wasn't, you know, going into this draft eyeing Josh Jacobs, but I'm happy to take him. He's, he was a disappointing player for me last year. Cause I really thought he was going to be like a top 10, you know, he, he was a top 10 running back his fresh, his rookie year pretty much. And so I was expecting him to, you know, kind of take that, take that leap. Um, like most people thought Saquon would continue to do maybe like Nick Chubb did, um, but he he unfortunately didn't really do that. His his he he had a pretty good season in terms of you know being on the Raiders as a whole, but his stats weren't really there, and so that's why I picked him. You know I was thinking he had a bad you know quote unquote bad season last year, but um, and his stats weren't great if you look at his um you know his his uh, average yards per carry, but his numbers overall he still had a thousand yard, yards on the season. So um he's he's going to be a good player in terms of production. I think he's going to be better this Raiders team. Uh, is more well-rounded last than than last year. I don't know if the Raiders are going to be great, you know. But they'll they'll be they're an in the hunt caliber team. Um, I'm not sleeping on them or anything. But and I but I think Josh Jacobs has a lot of opportunity to kind of come back to his his rookie year self. He wasn't he wasn't the point I'm trying to drive home is that he wasn't bad his sophomore year. It's just in comparison to his his rookie year, he got a little he he didn't play as well. And I think that that's just a one off thing. We're going to come back, and it's really just a yards per carry thing. But even when he didn't have that many yards per carry this past season, he still got a ton of touches. And that's the important thing. He's going to get a lot of touches because he's got a ton of potential. And if he steps up and, you know, capitalizes on these touches, which I think he will, I'm really excited for what he's going to do. And worst comes to worst, he's just, you know, a solid production back. He's going to get the ball a lot. He's going to be a workhorse for them. And I like him as a player. I think he's going to be good for the Raiders. So I was happy to take him with my fifth pick. And, you know, keep in mind, this is a fifth round pick. We're getting a little late here. People are starting to take, you know, players that, you know, aren't so coveted. So, you know, I'm happy to get a starting running back who just two seasons ago was, you know, going to be the future of... He was going to be a top 10 running back. So I was happy to take him here. After that, Russell Wilson off the board, Lockett, Prescott, Andrews, Judy, Daryl Henderson, T. Higgins, Pitts, Hawkinson, Gaskin, Javante Williams, Logan Thomas, Aaron Rodgers, Brady, Mostert, Hunt, Mike Davis, and Noah Fant. And then I'm sitting here round six, pick 10. And I was actually a little upset at this point because I was, you know, kind of watching out for Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, Dak Prescott. 
And man, quarterbacks went really, really early. So I'm thinking I'm sitting here and somehow Justin Herbert's still available. You know, I thought maybe he'd go a little earlier because someone would, you know, be be speculating that he's going to improve. And he was still available. I was glad to take him there. You know, I I was kind of upset earlier about not getting a quarterback, but being able to wait until the sixth round to get someone with this much, much potential, I was thrilled about. So I snagged Justin Herbert there and I was happy to do so. Odell Beckham got picked, Chase Edmonds, Cortland Sutton, and Robbie Anderson, and I'm here in round seven, pick three, and, you know, I'm not really sure what to do here. There, there are some wide receiver twos, even some wide receiver ones, you know, maybe like Juju Smith-Schuster, but um, I went with Damian Harris because I think he's an underrated back that's going to get a lot of production with an improved uh, New England offensive line and all-around offense as a whole. You know, they got better tight ends, their blocking's going to be better, and their receiving core got better and they've got Mac Jones now. So this is, you know, a legitimate team with, with a clear future. And with, if, if Cam's not playing well, they can put Mac Jones in and he's going to be kind of that guy to facilitate the offense. So the offense isn't going to stagnate at all. You know, they're not, the, the defenses aren't going to know that the Patriots are running it kind of like they did last season. So that's why I think Damian Harris was kind of a sleeper pick. You know, a lot of people think Damian Harris is a bit of a sleeper pick this year. He was kind of everyone, not everyone's, but he was a popular underrated uh, pick in this draft. So I snagged him up in round seven. And he's good. He's good for me. You know, I think he's going to be solid uh, at the flex position, possibly, or at the running back position. If one of my guys, you know, hopefully they don't. But if one of them gets injured or one of them has a bye week, you know, I'm happy to fill in uh, Damian Harris there. And just the other day, Sonny Michelle was traded to the Rams from the Patriots. So that that increases Damian Harris's stock a little bit. He's going to get more touches because there's one less running back in the in the running back room for for competition. After this point, I'm pretty much just looking into value to put on my bench. I'm looking for running backs, wide receivers, a tight end, and a quarterback. And I'm just going to pretty much take the best player I think is available. Um, I'm not going to worry too much about ADP, average draft position. I'm just trying to get who I think has the most potential in case one of my guys goes down or has a bye week. And that's exactly what I did. And then, of course, once uh, defenses and special teams and kickers start flying off the boards, I'm going to pick one up. But I don't really want to reach on them just because, you know, they're not as important as getting, you know, some some good players that are still available. So at my next pick in the eighth round, I took Debo Samuel, who I was actually thrilled to get. That was eighth eighth round pick 10. And to, to me, that's a wide receiver one that you're getting this late. Um, Michael Thomas actually went in this round, which I actually thought was a pretty interesting pick. I kind of forgot about him. Um, Mike Gesicki went in that round too, and Corey Davis. So I think those were all cool, you know, nice pickups. Um, Obviously, I didn't get those. It was just Debo Samuel. But those were were interesting players that ended up going in the eighth round. Uh, I was happy to get Debo Samuel because I think that he kind of fell fell a little, fell a little bit. He's a little underrated. Um, to me, that's the clear wide receiver one in the, in San Francisco. Ayuk went a lot earlier, but I think people are forgetting how good Debo is, especially in the running game. Um, I think he's better than Ayuk, but. Uh, you know, Ayuk might be better for fantasy, but what I'm saying is that Debo is a strong player, and when you can get a wide receiver one and put him on your bench, you should take that opportunity. So that's what that's what I did. And the next the next round, I got Jarvis Landry. Um, he's you know Odell is probably better than him, and Odell went a lot earlier. Um, but Odell has had injury concerns and just all around performance concerns um, in the past few years. This past season, he was pretty good until he got injured. But um, you know, coming back from an injury. You don't know how good Odell is going to be. I hope he's great, but if he's not, Jarvis Landry will step up and be that guy in Cleveland like he was last year. Obviously, still not one of the best receivers 
or not even he's not even like a great receiver one he's a solid receiver one he'd be a, he's a he's a good wide receiver two for the Browns but this is this is just a depth guy you know I like him on my bench and uh, I think there's a chance that he'll be the the go-to guy in Cleveland next year so that's why uh, that's why I took him in the next round I went Mike Williams similar reasoning you know he's a wide receiver two the Chargers pass the ball a lot um, Mike Williams is, is a great player behind Keenan Allen round 11 Michael Carter uh, this is this is a running back for the Jets. You know, I took him because the Jets don't really have a, a feature back. And I think Michael Carter is the closest thing to being that guy. You know, by halfway through the season, we might see Tevin Coleman drop off a little bit. And they want to get a young guy in there to be that 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 running back for them. And, you know, to me, Michael Carter is probably the fourth best running back, maybe fifth best running back in this draft class. So he's definitely got a lot of potential. And once again, you know, I'm just filling the filling the bench here. Round 12, I went with Evan Ingram, solid backup to George Kittle. Um, if if I have to start him, you know, it's, it's not a bad start at all. Um, he's, you know, he made the Pro Bowl. He's a little, a lot of people don't think he's very good, even though he did make the Pro Bowl. But, you know, this is a guy who we're going to see get some decent production for the Giants. So I, I took him. Then round 13, I accidentally took Tua. Um, I actually didn't mean to. It, it, I think I accidentally turned it on to like auto pick or whatever. So I ended up getting Tua. Um, I would have rather had Trevor. That's who I was eyeing. Um, he, he went just one, two, three, four picks later. Um, but you know, I'll take Tua. It's fine. Uh, not that big of a deal. I wanted Trevor because I, if he ends up being really good, you know, I'd have a good, good quarterback. Um, but you know, two is fine. I'm not upset about that. Um, what I am upset about is the next round, um, at early in the 14th round, the defensive special teams flew off the board. Patriots, uh, Broncos and 49ers all went in the first half and somehow Rams and Colts were still available. So I was like, man, I'm going to get the Rams. I want to get the Rams. And the Rams went pick, uh, pick eight. And so I had to settle with the Colts pick 10. I would have rather had the Rams, but you know, once again, not to upset there. Um, I'm happy with the Colts and, you know, I can always make a package with my defense and, and, you know, maybe another player, but I just don't really think it's worth it for for defense and special teams. It's just, it's not that big of a deal. And another thing is that so much changes in between seasons at the best defenses from last year. Even though we think we can predict them, we really can't. There's going to be some sleepers um, that we just, that just go undrafted. Uh, so I might be able to pick up uh, a defense later if I think that there's, there's better stuff out there. And a team that, you know, no one really thought was going to have a good defense really steps it up. Maybe like the 49ers uh, in, in 2019. So uh, once again, I'm happy with the Colts, but you know, that's something that's, that I might change about my team. And then rounds 15, round 15, I got Tyler Bass kicker started going and I was happy to get him. Uh, he's, he's a young guy and the bills score a lot. He's going to do a lot of kicking and he's, he's, he was great. He had a fantastic rookie season, especially down the stretch. I think he's going to be like one of the premier kickers in this league. And then round 16, I took my boy, Jake Funk at, in the 10th, at the 10th pick had to have him on my team. Shout out to Jake. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this fantasy team gonna be a lot of fun it's just a league with a few of my friends not the most serious thing but uh you know we all are taking it you know relatively seriously we're all trying our best to win and um i'm happy with my team so i hope you all enjoyed this episode uh once again this is clay from the nothing show i hope you all have a great rest of your week and are excited for this nfl season because we're, we're just a week and a half two weeks away so uh with that i will see you all next week uh this is clay from the nothing show signing out and Once this season gets rolling, we'll be covering it here on this podcast. So thanks again, and I'll see you all next week. Bye.